disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You want know why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. Hey, pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass but we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. i got to ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. Hey, good morning. Welcome to Coach Dave Live. And we we had Coach here this morning, and uh, he disappeared on us real quick. So he must be having problems with his internet. So uh, anyway, the rapture. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that was kind of unexpected. Anyway, Coach just got back from a trip down in uh, south to the uh, New Orleans to visit visit Dale Socia. Let's see if Dale's in here. Oh, I'm here. Yeah, tell us about how it went down there, Dale, if you will. It's normal life in the South. It's probably different for Coach, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, we had a we had a great time with Coach. I put my camera on, but things got back to normal. I'm sitting in my chair. I've not brushed my hair, and I'm drinking my coffee. But uh, uh, we had uh, Coach came in on on Friday. And, uh, you know, we had him for Sunday morning service and, uh, you know, I told, you know, there was no toes stepped on because the, the church people that, which I pastor they're they're very well informed. And matter of fact, coach said later on, he goes, man, when I sat down with some of his people, they were showing me a few things. So it was a great message, great time of fellowship. And then I'm sure he's wanting to show some of them videos and pictures of the trash can Turkey. And uh, we had a great time of fellowship, and they got out yesterday, um, yesterday morning. So it was a it was a great time. We really enjoyed them, and uh, amen. Well, that's what I was hoping. I was hoping that y'all had a blast because I know when I was down there with you, that was an amazing time down there at that church. Hey. Yeah, it's never it's never a dull moment in the South, brother. There's Coach. Look, man. He just give us a little bit of a glimpse of that million dollar studio. Did you see them that floor joists and stuff in there? <laughs> <laughs> hey, right? We wrestle not against flesh and blood, principalities and powers, evil spirits in high places. Weapons are warfare, not carnal, but mighty through God to the point down strongholds. Look, I, you know, crazy things happen, don't they? Crazy things happen, and uh, I, so at some point, at some point, we're going to really, really. Jesus said, Paul said, now we see through a, a thin veil. We think we get it. We think we understand what's going on. We really don't. We really don't. And for the most part, every one of us think that we are a physical being walking out a, a physical life, when in fact we are a spiritual being walking out a, uh, <laughs> a spiritual life in a natural world, right? We wrestle not against flesh and blood. Why, why would my internet go down like that? Why, what, what would make that happen? 
Is there really and truly a prince of the power of the air? Are there really oppositional forces that would like to shut the show down, keep us from speaking the truth? I, I think I think there are. I think they are. And I think for the most part, again, using my own my own experience here, uh, for those of you who don't know, it's raised Catholic and uh, got born again on January 28th, as my wife uh, cautioned me the other day, right here. I wrote it in the Bible the day that it happened, the day that a new birthday was January 28th, 1987. And I went from I went from uh, darkness unto light. I went from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of His dear Son, and I can't I can't explain it. In fact, that's part of the problem. Uh, as I said, uh, maybe one day last week, a lot of you don't really have. Uh, I guess a lot of you. That sounds that sounds harsh. Many Christians don't really have a salvation story. They, they really don't have a salvation experience. And I remember when I was going through a battle with the American Civil Liberties Union back in 1997, a church-going man uh, led the battle against me, take prayer out of the school. I won't go into his name. It doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter. And I, I, I cornered him one time, and I said, uh, I've, I've, I said, uh, have you been born again? Of course, I knew he hadn't, right? And he just threw his shoulders back. He says, I was born a Methodist. Ah, <laughs> there you go, dude. There you go. And so many of us are, are born into and baptized into a religion that really, really we have no, no real understanding of. And uh, as I was driving uh, yesterday, coming back from, uh, uh, from down at Dales, driving across, you know, I drove four hours into Texas. The traffic was absolutely un- unbelievable. Just, I mean, unbelievable. And to think that in every one of those cars sits a person, at least one person, with a family and a life, and a job, and a bank account, and and uh, desires, and I mean, and and to think that 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 there's some type of some some supernatural connection out there is really really kind of hard for us to understand until you open up a, an electrical box and you look at all the wires in there and where all the wires are connected, how all that stuff works. It's because we don't understand the supernatural, or really aren't taught about the supernatural, or don't really experiment with the supernatural. Uh, your church really is kind of flounder. The church doesn't really know where it's gone. And um, that's why, that's why it's, it's, it's excited. I was excited to go down in uh, New Orleans or Metairie down there, uh, Dale's Pastor Dale, where he's pastoring. W- wonderful. Folks, listen, the church has got to become a body. It's got to become a body. It just can't be someplace that you just show up. And if, if they made a decree tomorrow again that by the force of uh, guns and arrest, that they were closing down the churches, what, what, what would you do? How would you connect? What would you? What would we do? How would we connect? We really have an understanding how to do that because my church body's right here. Would anybody else uh, agree with that? This is my church body right in here. And uh, I think that the more and more things get amped up as we look around us, whether it be the end times or what's going on, that we really, really got to keep focus on what's going on. And one of the things I think we're missing Get ready for me there, Spencer, if you could. I want to talk to you real briefly here this morning, really on my heart, about uh, the next generation. Why don't, why, don't we love, why don't we love our children? Why don't we love our children? Hey, Spencer, real quickly, go to Psalm 78. I think I shared this the other day, but just bear with me here a little bit. Because Michelle and I were gone four days, we were left all, we're gone all day Friday, all day Saturday, all day Sunday, all day Monday. And uh, I have a uh, withdrawal. I feel like a drug addict. I haven't seen my grandkids in five days. It'll be fifth day. And little Emmy's 
Emery's birthdays today. And because they live right here close to us, I take for granted the fact that I get to, I get to see them all the time. Michelle and I were discussing some of that stuff yesterday as we're riding home and we didn't kill each other in a car for however long we were together, believe it or not. Uh, are, are your children, are our children the most important things in our lives? Are they or are they not? And, and I, I look back on my own life. I look back on the raising of my own children, our own children. How little I knew about being a parent. How little I knew about what was really, really important and what really, really mattered. How little I under, really understood that my playing ball with my daughter in the parking lot was probably more important than anything else I was doing. It was more important than any football game I had coming up. Any, it, was, it was the most important thing. Because why? Psalm 78. Pull that up from me, Spence, if you, if you will. Psalm 78. And where do we, how do we reach? See, the battle, don't ever forget this, friends. The battle is between the seed, for the seed, between the seed. Seed of the serpent, seed of the woman. His seed and her seed. When it, when it, gets, when it all gets nutted down, that's really, really what it's about. It's really, it's about you. It's about our children. It's about the next generation. And Psalm 78 says, give an ear, O my people, to my law, and incline your ears to the words of my mouth. And I'm going to open my mouth in a parable, and I will utter dark sayings of old. I read this last week, but I think this is critically important to get this. Which we have known, and our fathers have told us. I'm going to stop right there. As you look at your life, was your father a strong spiritual influence in your life or not? Mine wasn't. He was a good man. He was Catholic. Took me to church. Took me to mass. He wasn't strong. Wasn't strong. I don't know if I ever heard my father pray out loud. Any of you ever hear your father pray? Out? Did it, were any of you ever part of a uh, uh, kids? All right, Everybody, we had sit. There were five kids. We get around the table and so my would, would my dad pray, or would we ever say we'd have, ever have a time of devotionals in your family where we got together at night and prayed. I know Dale Sosha does that with his family. I see the fruit of it, right? So we're not going to hide these things from our children. We're showing to the generation to come the praise of the Lord and his strength and his wonderful works that he had done. For he established a testimony in Clay. He established a testimony in Coach. He established a testimony in Craig Mickle. He established a testimony in Gene Schroeder. He established a toast a testimony in Susie Baldwin. He established a testimony, what? In yes, in his children. And he appointed a law in Israel, which he commanded our fathers that they should make them known to their children. And that the generation, see, it's generationally, that the generation to come might know them, even the children which should be born, who would arise and declare it to their children, to their children. And you know what we have going on? We have children teaching children in public schools. That's, um, hey, if you think your kids are uh, unruly, I can promise you, probably got it from their peers, probably did, right? That the generation to come might know them, know what? The commandments, and even, even their children should be born, who should arise and declare to their children that they might set their hope in God and not forget the works of God and to keep his commandments and not be as their fathers, a stubborn and rebellious generation that set not their heart aright and whose spirit was not steadfast with God. Watch this. The children of Ephraim being armed and carrying bows. Turn back in the day of battle. 
So as we look across the spectrum of America today, are our kids armed and carrying bows? If they're armed and carrying bows, what are they armed and carrying bows with? About what? Have you trained, have I, have we trained, Have Christ, has Christianity trained their children to earnestly contend for the faith? Have we done that, friends? And we look around and we, we've taken our children and we send our children off to government schools. And then we're shocked when we send them to Rome, they come little Romans and we can't figure out how, how we lost our children. And it's a clear violation of the scriptures that we're supposed to be teaching these things to our children. And I was prompted this morning as I was sitting around, can't wait to see my grandkids today. And little Emery's, how old's Emery? Five, I think. Yeah, she said, yeah, five, year, five years old today. Michelle's all excited about getting to take her out because of the opportunity to build into Emory. Build into Emory. Who are you building into? Hey, look at me. Who are you building into? Who are you building into? Because, hey, those little numbers, those little 10 little numbers that are around me, somebody's going to build into them. Now, I, I was joking with Dale Sosha when we were down at Dale's because Dale's one of those guys. Dale's like Bob Evans. Dale can fix anything. And I said, I can't fix it. I, I can't fix anything. And can I tell you why I can't fix anything? I can't fix anything because my father couldn't fix anything. I remember many, many times when we were mowing the grass in the summer, dad couldn't get the lawnmower started. And he did that trick that I've learned, and it never works, but I do it every time he would kick it and cuss. And that's what I do when I'm dealing with a machine that doesn't work. I kick it and cuss. Well, not anymore. I'm too righteous to do that. You get my point, right? And so you become like your teacher. And who is your teacher? And shame on all of us, all of us in this huddle who have especially turned our the training of our children spiritually over to other people, over to other people. We got to do something about it. We got to do something about it quickly because if we don't, if we don't get the next generation, I, I believe the next generation, the one coming on us right now, I believe they're more moldable than any generation we've ever had. But we're dropping the ball. We're not picking it up. And Spencer, I know you have, uh, if you could, Spencer, pull up, uh, what song did I tell you to pull up? I want to sh- share this with you folks because I think it's critical we understand this. <clears throat> this is Psalm 127. Except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain to build it. And except the Lord keep the city, the watchman waketh but in vain. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute, who are the watchmen? It is vain for you to rise up early, to sit up late, to eat the bread of sorrows, for so he giveth his beloved sheep. Lo, children are an heritage of the Lord. Hey, Spencer, go to Webster. Go to Webster. What's heritage? Why don't we love our children? Why don't we love our children's children? Why don't we love our neighbor's children? Heritage, inheritance, an estate that passes from an ancestor to an heir by descent of course of law. That which is inherited in Scripture, the saints uh, or people of God are called His His heritage, as claimed by Him, and the objects of His special care. That's First Peter five verse three, right? 
Except the Lord builds the house, those who build it labor in vain. Lo, children are a heritage of the Lord. Now watch this, folks, and ask yourself if you've done a good job of this, because I confess to you that I haven't, because in church they never taught me I was supposed to do it. They taught me to come to church, bring my money, and put my kids in children's church, and somebody else will teach them. Somebody else will teach them the things of the Lord. Somebody amen me out there. Are you tracking with me? Amen. And the scripture says, verse number four, as arrows are in the hand of a mighty man, so are the children of thy youth. Folks, your kids are supposed to be weapons. Amen. They're supposed to be weapons against the culture. Don't you see it? And Bible says, happy is the man that hath his quiver full of them. Why? They shall not be ashamed, but they shall speak with the enemies in the gate. Oh, man, oh, man. Find me a church, Lord. Give me a church. Give me a church full of people who are not in government schools. The focus of it is, why, why can't we? Oh, Lord. Look, we don't have a lot of time, man, to make a difference. We don't have a whole lot of time. And children are a heritage of who? Hey, Clay, who are they a heritage of? They're a heritage of, of what we're creating. No, 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 you didn't read it. Go back there. Remember, repetition is the heart of learning. Huh? As, go back up, number three. Go to number three. Lo, children are an heritage of the Lord. Your kids belong to the Lord. And Amen. Huh? God, come on, man. Come on. Come on. Amen. And if you're anything like me, you're looking around. I, we got lucky. We got, I got lucky. A couple of them, they're not all serving the Lord, but a couple, couple of them are. And it's wonder any of them are the way I impacted their lives. Because why? I was too busy teaching everybody else's kid. Amen? Amen? And ask yourself this. Why did the enemy come after me for praying with our football team? Well, I know why. Because the last thing the enemy wanted was me influencing children. Right? Come on. Come on. So our focus... Needs to be there. Needs to be there. Look, I was down, I was down with uh, Pastor Dale, and I'm not, I'm not blowing smoke up his hind end. I was down at Pastor Dale, and folks, if you, it's an amazing thing to go, sit there in that church, and you look up at the praise and worship team. Hmm? Praise and worship team. Dale's daughter. Two of Dale's sons. I didn't miss anybody, did I, Dale? It's a family. Three sons. Three sons. Three sons. That's right. I'm sorry. Three sons. His daughter and three sons are in the praise band up on stage. Do you think that happened by accident? That happened by accident. Are we purposefully training our children in the fear and the admonition of the Lord? Are we? Don't we love our children? How can we live in a culture and a society where our children think it's okay to murder unborn children? How did we, how could, how did Christians possibly get there? How did we get there? Because we've turned the training of our children over to other people, right? Exactly where we are. So I'm not here to, you know, kick anybody in the teeth or make anybody feel bad. We got to bone up, man. 
We got to we got to bone up. And those of us who are I'm seven, I'll be 71 next week, 10 days, no, 12 days. I'll be 71. I'm going to I'm going after my grannies. I'm going after my grannies. Cuz you guys know this, right? When you're a parent and you're earning a living, that takes almost all of your focus. And if we're not careful, find that for me. Yeah, do that for me. Hey, Spencer, go to YouTube and look up seeing my father in me. Hey, folks, I'm sorry. This is just stream of consciousness. Bear with me, all right? Paul Overstreet, seeing my father in me, all right? Now, I, I, wanna, well, I want you to listen to this song. I don't know how I got on this, but I'm going to, I'm going to write it to the end of the race here. Hang on. Seeing my father in me. It's a, it's a great song. But I want you, as you watch this, I want you to ask yourself, are people seeing your father in you? And is that good or is that bad? Or, dare I say it, are they seeing your heavenly father in you? That's what that's what they ought to be seeing. Seeing my father and me. Did, did you find that, uh, Spencer? Get it up there, folks. I don't know if you ever heard this from Paul Overstreet or not. I don't know if I have, do you have it with the lyrics. Hmm? Yeah, this is it. This is it. Right? Look, folks. Look at. Me. Are you looking at me? I'm not trying to make anybody feel bad. All right. Lord knows we've all screwed up raising our kids. This is not a beat you over the head thing. Right? I want. I, I want you to hear me. You got a chance to redo it with that next generation. You got a chance to do it. And I would just encourage many of you to get as actively involved with that next generation as you can. If we do not, in the next 10, 12 years, turn this thing around with our children, folks, we don't don't have any hope. We don't have any hope. So we have to purposely go at them, have to purposely train them, fathers, grandfathers, whatever. My little granddaughter, Annie, she's, Annie's how old? I don't know, Annie's four, five. She came, she came running down the hill one time. She fell down and she started crying. I said, Annie, when you fall down, you get back up. You can cry if you want to, but when you fall down, you get back up. You know what Annie says to me every time she sees me? Almost every time. Grampy, I got back up. I got back up. Lesson of life, right? Seeing my father in me. Seeing my father, not seeing my fifth grade teacher in me, not seeing my football coach in me, not seeing my pastor in me. How about seeing your heavenly father in you? Go ahead and play that. Last night we brought visit their grandpa and it's plain to see they're truly part of him and while we were there their grandma took out some old photographs and he sure looked a lot like me back then I'm seeing my father Yes, that's how it's meant to be And I find more and more like him each day I notice I walk away 
Man, you want to find a way to somebody's heart. Talk about their talk about their daddy, right? Talk about their daddy. I want to um, I want to show you something today, Spencer. If you could get it up for me, it says Browns and started at the thirteen ten mark. I want you guys to see something. This is I, maybe only a football coach can see. Ohio Brett will understand this, and maybe some of you other guys out there that have played football will understand this. Uh, not that it matters, but the Browns had a. Uh, Big come from behind victory over the Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore, Baltimore is really good. Browns are trying to get good. And I'm here to tell you right now, you don't care. doesn't matter. I'm here to tell you the Browns are going to get good, and I'm going to show you exactly why, okay? I'm going to show you exactly why. I've watched a lot of football, and I don't know if I've ever seen this ever on a professional football field. Are you at the 1310, uh, Spence? Okay, now, Fritz, we're gonna, this is just a highlight play from the Cleveland Browns. And for those of you who maybe understand football, don't understand football, there are 11 guys on the field. And each guy's assigned to block somebody. And one guy goes this way, and another guy goes this way, and another guy goes this way. And they pull, and they, they move, and they go to different places. And you all understand how the game's played, right? Well, at the late in, the, in this game, when the Browns are uh, driving – I didn't watch the game. When the Browns are driving for an unbelievable comeback against the Ravens – by the way <laughs> – 
who used to be the Browns. Remember I talked about that. They used to be the Browns. The Ravens were the original Cleveland Browns. This, this is, oh, this is so good, right? So, so I want you to watch this. Late in this game, when the game's on the line, I want you to, I want you to ask yourself if you think these guys are all in it together, okay? Now, here's what you're going to see. The Browns are going to run a play. Everybody blocks their man, but the running back doesn't go down. I want you to watch what happens here. Hey, this is the way we have to be, folks. This is how we have to do it. We have to all push the same direction. You ready? Go ahead and play that. 40 before he was knocked out of bounds by Patrick Queen. Here comes. From the Ravens, 39, it's Ford. So hard to bring him down. Still going. Run that back. With some Run help from his friends. I don't, think in, I don't think in all of my years of watching by- professional football, I've ever seen a, a scrum like that. Meaning why every guy on that team couldn't wait after he'd already blocked his man, he couldn't wait to go to the next level, to go beyond the call of duty. And if you look at the end of this play, they're all huddled again. They're all huddled again, 12 yards down the field. Is that the body of Christ? Is that the body of Christ? Is that the way we're fighting? I'm sorry some of you can't see it. Play it one more time. Watch, the, watch him have another huddle 12 yards down the field. From the Ravens, 39, it's Ford. So hard to bring him down. Still going. I've never seen anything anything like that. Folks, that's where we got to get. That's where we got to get. Sorry, Mark, you can't see it. If we can put it in the chat, people need to see it. So put it in the chat and start it at the 13-10 minute. 13-10, and you understand. Are we all pushing the same direction? Are you all pushing the same direction in your family, or is your family splattered? Split. Is, are you got, do you have children out here blocking and daughters out here blocking and people back here causing fumbles, or are you all coming together and pushing the same direction? The Bible says that where there's unity, God will command the blessing. Where there's unity, not uniformity, not everybody marching in, in unity. Mm. No, no, no. Uni- where there is unity. Uh, oh, man. I'm, what a hell. Roger, come on in. Dave, you were talking about uh, young couples a few minutes ago. <laughs> and what I'm seeing in my office is exactly what you described. Everybody is working so hard to pay the bills. Yep. And I think they, they, they run them to church on Sunday because they know it's the right thing to do. But they think that they kind of think it's enough because they don't have a whole lot more to give. That's right. That's right. <clears throat> and, but you also highlighted a way to help all of us. We have to pull ourselves off of our desires as older adults Amen. and spend time with them. Amen. And I think what you have recommended, I know Cindy and I, once a week, we're pulling one of those grandkids out and they're spending the night at our place. Amen. And, you know, and, and just to be around us, they enjoy it and we enjoy it. The other thing that I would only bring up on this topic is if your children are willing to listen, some are, some are not, encourage them to be home. Uh, encourage them to make home their main focus um, because between the government schools, 
and other things. You can't be running for president of the chamber anymore, I think, as a Christian parent. You can't do a lot of these things when you have little ones. They need the balance you offer at home. So um, I think you're right on. Amen. Amen. Uh, Hey, hey, Roger, not Roger, uh, uh, Spencer, real quick. Can you, I get a lot of people say, I couldn't see that. I couldn't, I want people to see it. Tell them again how they can pin it and see it, Spencer. Can you walk them through that? Because I want to play this again, folks, so that you will see. Look, here's what I want you to see. There's something inside those men that draws them to the point of attack. They've already gone, they've already gone and done their job, right? They're driving as a team for victory. And ain't some guy over there picking grass out of his teeth. He's blocked his man, and now he's run, and he's huddled up again. This is the picture of unity that the church has to get. And instead of, instead of uh, again, picture each one of these individual players as a church in a community. And if the churches would come together in the community, the impact they can have. Can, can we? Did people know how to tag this? Because I want you to see it, okay? I want you to see it again, that these guys, there's something going on inside them, something going on inside of them. They, they, they had to be played again, Spence. One more time. Okay, real quick, folks. Again, if you, what's up? I was going to tell people that, uh, welcome to behind the scenes for the stream, but uh, go to producer, which is on the contributors list, and click pin to screen, and that is the stream. So this is the live feed everyone else is seeing out on Rumble and everywhere else. Okay, so go to producer and click pin to screen, and you'll be able be able to watch it. And again, remember, all eleven of these guys had a job that they had to do, and they did the job. But then, when battle was really, really needed, they all came together again. Watch this; it's almost electric as they're drawn back in to get in this pile and push it. Go ahead. For he was knocked out of bounds by Patrick Queen. From the Ravens, 39, it's Ford. So hard to bring him down. Still going. Look at that. With some help That's from the his body brain. of Christ. That's the body of Christ. I don't, know how, I don't know how we get there. I don't know how we get there. Dale, come on in. Well, that's exactly, I think you were kind of catching on to what I saw. You, 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 how many times have you heard, that's not my calling, right? I'm an okay. offensive lineman over here. I block the tight. I block this I guy over man. here. I got that's my what man. I do. But when they saw what was at stake, they needed that first down coach. They needed to move and they got in. It wasn't to the lat. Listen, watch that video. The pilot was barely moving until that last guy came in there. That, that all important. When he got in there, boom, everybody got behind what was important. And that whole pile moved across that first down. And you're absolutely right. How many times that's not my calling coach. Uh That's that's right. I'm over here. I'm plowing my row over here. I'm plowing my row over here. Folks again, get that video ready one more time. So so one more thing. One more thing, Coach, going back to what you did, that, that Psalm 27, right? Two yep. huge key moment things in there. As arrows are in the hands of a warrior, so were children in one's youth. Let me tell you what, all children are arrows for battle, Amen. whether they are arrows for good or whether they are arrows that we are seeing now 
the the culture they are the arrows for evil and we're seeing that brother but the key verse is verse one unless the lord build the house they that are building their house are building in vain and we have farmed out my goodness your children's loyalty is not to you i'm sorry i mean it is but it isn't that your child's loyalty is not to the lord it's not to the lord one more time, I want you to see this video. And hang on, let me hang on. I want you to watch at the beginning of the play, all of these men are going in different directions. And then at the end of the video, they're all back together. Why? Because that's where the action is, baby. They ain't sitting over on the side that said, I did my job, I got my man. Uh-uh. No, no. Because it's bigger than them. One more time. From the Ravens, 39, it's Ford. So hard to bring it down. Still going. Did, Everybody did you see that? Quarterback. Everybody did you see the that? quarterback. Did you see in, that man. last guy come in, Coach? Did you yeah. see that last guy? Yeah. That's, that's us, man. That's the body of Christ all pushing the same direction. Where there's unity, God will come in the blessing. Go back one more time. Go back one more time. I'm sorry, because look, at the end of this play, uh, those those men out there, they're not worrying about, well, I got my man, I got my man. They're, they're not even thinking that way. They're thinking, how can we get how can we get five more yards? It's 31 to 30. If we just 10 more yards, if we can just get 10 more yards, maybe we can kick, kick, kick a field goal. I got my man. Well, I, let's go. Let's go get the right. Focus, heart. Where's your heart? What are you trying to do? How can we be so cavalier towards what they're doing to our children? How can we not care? Watch it again. From the Ravens, freeze it, 39. Freeze it, freeze it. Look how spread out they are. Look at them. Now watch. It's Ford. So hard to bring it down. Still going. That's the Christ right there, boys and girls. You know why? Because there's something in their heart. That's why. There's something in their heart. They're going to finish it. Brett, come on in. Hey, Coach, uh, we're all going to be getting together with Thanksgiving coming up. So the families are all spread out. They're going to come back together again. The people in this huddle will set that example. And I want to issue a challenge. Make sure you bring your Bibles, share your favorite verse, and make sure everybody in your family starts watching CoachDaveLive.com, <laughs> CoachDaveLive.com. Love you, Coach. Hey, Brett, you understand You understand what you just saw on that TV, don't you, Brett? That's you one of the most beautiful plays any coach or fan could ever see. That right there, mm. the, the everybody spread out, coming together. Mm-hmm. With everything on the line, and they were losing, coach. They were losing. This isn't bandwagon jumpers. It is okay to win, and we are winning now. So that's that's what I'm saying. Watch out for the Browns. There's something inside of them. One more time. You got to see it one more time. Okay. Now look, as as we look at this one more time, uh, imagine in your church or in your town, every one of those guys is a different church. Every one of them is a different church. And they hand the ball off to Jeff Klein, and Jeff Klein says they're trying to they're trying to indoctrinate our kids in in transgenderism in our school. And Jeff Klein 
says, man, we can't let this happen. We got to pound this ball across the goal line, right? Watch him, watch him come running. Go ahead. From the Ravens, 39, it's Ford. So hard to bring him down. Still I don't know going. if I've ever seen that before. I don't know if I've ever seen that before. Watch out for the Cleveland Browns. Watch out for the Cleveland Browns. Go, Myra, then Ralph. Yes, Coach. Um, Dale has a beautiful church, and his family are part of the band because I was there during a church service. Um, also, um, in regard to parents and children, uh, concerning what um, Attorney Rogers said also, 1 Corinthians 3, 6 to 8, it is written, I have printed Apollos water, but God gave the increase. So then neither is he that planteth anything, neither he that watereth, but God that giveth the increase. And the emphasis is going to be in number four. Now, he that planteth and he that watereth are one, and every man shall receive his own reward according to his own labor. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. It's about the team. It's about moving. It's about advancing a kingdom. Dave or Sherry, come on in. Yeah, good morning, everyone. Um, that's a great that's a great illustration there. And, and Brett already, he kind of alluded to it. You, you have to realize that there's only a, like a minute and a, less than a minute and a half left in the game and um, how they all came together. And I really, a coach, it's a great illustration. You have to realize, picture, I'm, I want to picture myself with the ball. And I know there's Brett, Clay, <laughs> Man. Um, you know, Roger, yep. uh, Mark Trump. Those are all the guys that are pushing me that we set all our differences aside and, are, and, and, the, and the focus is on winning the game. Amen, baby. And, uh, so it's a, it's a gr- picture yourself as one of these the guy with the ball and all this team behind you push, pushing you across the finish. Huh? Huh? Boy, we, we'd, rather, we'd rather block our own men sometimes, wouldn't we, fellas? Huh? Unfortunately, we haven't figured out who the real enemy is. Ralph, Ralph Yeah, Ralph. Ralph. From Lima. Yeah. Hey, you heard about the LiveWise program, haven't you? Yes, sir, I have. All right. You want some good news? Sure. All right. We had 120 children at Allen East School, which we I helped uh, go in and tear out a house. And we restructured the house so... The kids could come to the uh, to the house from the school, and now we got nearly three hundred children coming to the house. Amen, amen. Hey, hey, real quick, Spencer, pull up likewise, lifewise, L I F E W I S E, lifewise. This is a movement, folks. It's going on all across America, I believe, but certainly here in the state of Ohio, lifewise, where children are being taken out of the school. For Bible instruction during the day. Life-wise. See, look. Come on, man. Come on, man! Let's get in the huddle, and let's run a play, and let's all push the same direction. Because we know this. The Bible says that the battle is between what? What's the battle between? Can somebody tell me what the battle is between? 
The seed. The seed. 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 The serpent. Seed. The woman. The seed. The seed. And how can we continue to think we're going to win when we're teaching our children how to run the other team's plays? That's what we do. That's what we do. And so life-wise, he had it up. I'm sorry that we can't share all this. You guys can all see it. During school hours, they've got it going on in about four or five different, I could be wrong, I'm not lying, here in our community, at least two churches, maybe more, where the children are bused during the day for Bible instruction. Did you guys know that's going on? Did you know that's going on? Boom, that's awesome. Well, that's the kind of stuff we have to do, right? So let, let me back up. Let me Let me back up. Are you sitting down? So I'm glad issue one got beat or whatever, because now I know that 50% plus one can change the constitution. Hey, you ready? Hey, church, let's put prayer back in school. Hey, church, let's put Bible reading back in school. Hey, church, let's pass a law saying no transgender education for our children. Hey, do you understand? Do you understand the opportunities before? Yeah. Just sucking our thumb and griping and moaning about woe is me, woe, huh? Yeah, yeah. How about let's post the Ten Commandments back in this? Let's make a constitutional amendment in Ohio that the Ten Commandments must be posted in every classroom in, in Ohio. Why can't we do that? Why can't we do that? Oh, I know why. Because we won't run the same play. We won't advance a kingdom rather than an agenda. Oh my hey, goodness. coach. Yeah. Well, uh, suggestion. Maybe we could go and purchase houses near each school so that we can reach these children for the Word of God. Uh, I'll let you head that up, Ralph. Hey, by the way, this is what churches are supposed to be doing, isn't it? This is what the churches are supposed to be doing. That's right. Come on, come on in, Joe Allen. We're winning, Coach. We're winning, baby. <laughs> We're winning. I want to explain that there's a, a trend going on with the military lately. When you're in service, when you're in the public, you're not supposed to acknowledge who you are and all that and illustrate or wear your uniform. When you're in a public gathering like a school or something like that, when you're talking, like, uh, talking about people, what's going on in the culture. So when you do, some of these guys are getting in trouble lately because they're going to these schools, to the school boards, and talk about the LBGQ stuff that's going on and that they don't want this going on with their children. So they don't acknowledge who they are. Amen. The LBGQ people are finding out who these uh, military personnel and turning them in to their pointed staff area. Hmm. And we call it we call it captain's mass in the Navy. They're getting charged for standing up for their own children and talking about what's going on. So the military people are, are starting to get tired of this in their local hey, school. Hey, Joe, let me tell you something. People are far more tired of it than we even understand. That's right. Uh, We're winning. Hey, up here in Ohio, I, I, I got like, I've been away, so I haven't kept up with a lot of this stuff. Do you know there was a school walkout up in uh, northwestern Ohio, east, west central Ohio, 
The students walked out because they were permitting a boy to use a girl's bathroom. Do you know that the students had a walkout? Why don't we piggyback on that? Why don't we raise up all the churches in that community to go and demand male, female only? How about a constitutional amendment for that, baby? See, we got to see the opportunities before us. Oh, it only takes 50%. (laughs) Well, let's go, man. Let's We won't, though. We're too lazy. For too late. How easy would it be for every church in Ohio to circulate a petition posting the Ten Commandments back in the schools? How easy would that be? It'd be on it'd be on the ballot in a week. Are they gonna do that? No. Hey, Spencer, no. Go back to the Browns, Spencer. Go back to the Browns. Because if we said, okay, listen, we're gonna pass petitions in our churches and we're gonna get the Ten Commandments back in our schools, would it look like this? Would it look like this? From the Ravens, 39, it's Ford. Methodist, Lutheran, Baptist, Pentecostals, Presbyterians, Catholic. No, no, we can't do that. We can't do that because we're about to be raptured out of here. We can't be doing that. What would we do if the rapture came when we were pushing? Tongue in cheek. Jeff. Coach, it's kind of what we're doing. I got to plug it again tonight. Church in the garage. Pastor Bowen been there for three months, and that's what he's talking about. Coming together in our community and being like that Cleveland Browns team. He mentioned the other day, like, deputizing the Christian man in your community. Oh, he's going to have a fireball tonight. But here's something I noticed. And I'm glad they're doing the LifeWise. And just hear me out on this one. At first, I was a little leery. I'm like, you know what? They threw us out of the school. They That's fired right. John Freshwater. They got rid of the FCAs. They got yep. us all out of there. Yep. And now, here, you people go over here. That's great. But, but is it going to be successful? I just noticed in the note there, in the memo, somebody saying, my wife's really involved in that. Well, here's my question. Where are the men? Huh. I've heard a lot of women talking about LifeWise here in our town. It's always the women mention it. We need we need to get involved with that then. If it's growing and it's going to happen, then us men need to get involved. So I'm For the most part, you know this, Jeff. There is nothing in the church for men to do. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Men are not challenged to do anything in the American church. Well, there will be in the garage tonight. We're going to challenge men. Amen. Amen. I'll do my best. Get up there, man. Huh? Oh, my goodness. My goodness. My goodness. What a time to be alive and what, what an opportunity to make a difference. Somebody come on in. Man, oh, man. Oh, I, just, I see it so clearly. I see it so clearly. There's nothing worse than losing a game we should have won. Don't tell me we win in the end. Hey, I, Clay, hey, hang on, hang on, Spencer. You got to show me that again, Spencer. Show me the church moving as a body. Would you do that for me, Spencer? Well, just one more time. Encourage me this morning. Amen. So hard to bring it down. Still going. Look at that. With some help from his friends. We win in the end. We win in the end. Uh, yeah, we do. Jeff Nell, come on in then, Tim. Yeah, I'm going to push your, your show here, Coach, yeah, to get it out there. It, it's That's what, what people need to understand. But the, in my area, they're, they're totally independent. They don't care about anything but themselves. Yeah, no team. No team. Yeah, so it's – 
I have a reputation around they don't like me, period. Right, right. They don't. So right. I'm going to try to. But Jeff, so therefore then you have to be wise and find somebody they do like to carry you, carry the water. That's what you got to do. That's what you got to do, right? Yeah. Hey, hey, can I tell you something? Are y'all looking at me? A lot of people don't like me, but a lot of you are carrying the water, aren't you? Huh? <laughs> a lot of you carrying the water. They can hate me. Then, all I don't care. You guys are carrying the water, baby. Tim, go. Hey, uh, in my sanctuary, when I was pastoring, I put up a basketball hoop in the sanctuary. And every Thursday, we'd move all the chairs, and all the guys from the city would come and play basketball on Thursday nights. And then we'd preach to them. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yeah, so that's evangelism 101, isn't it, brother? Huh? They ain't going to come on Sunday, but they'll come Wednesday night play some basketball. Then you can hook them. Hook them. Randy. Coach, I'm telling you, whenever we get out of our mind that what we think looks like the church because of the past, then we, we can start to understand what it's going to look like from here. Mm-hmm. Coach, this, this, this is an assembly. This isn't just a show. Nope. This is an assembly, coach, because what is it defines an assembly in, in, in Hebrews chapter 12? When it stirs up love and good works, that is the proof that something happened and we assembled. Coach, most of the churches, quote, I, quote unquote, are in a building, but they're not the church. That's right. You have to understand the kingdom is in us. You, you taught that last week. The kingdom is in us. So wherever we go, wherever our foot goes, coach, that is the church going Amen. forward. Amen. We have to understand that, coach. It's Amen. that simple. And find like-minded people and work together with them. Come on, Amen. man. I worship. I worship on the sidewalk at the courthouse. I I praise God, and I don't care if it's in front of people. We're speaking the word of God. We're quoting the word of God on the sidewalk. Is that not a picture? of the church yes <laughs> hey, hey spencer do i have to wait till a sunday or a saturday or any day we go hide inside the church day, go hide inside week, 24 yep, yep, 7 yep i'll take it to the streets baby spencer pull up uh um a symbol webster of symbol a symbol bible says let us forsake not the assembling of ourselves together even more as we see the day approaching a symbol to meet or come together, to convene as a, a number of individuals, to collect a number of individuals or particulars into one place or a body, to bring or call together, to convene. So in other words, you would have, a, pardon me here, but you'd have a transmission and a clutch and axles and an engine and a battery, and they all get assembled. Is, is that kind of how it works? And lawnmowers have blades, Right. And they have filters and and all those things are different parts and they come together and you cut your grass. Is that how it works? Is that how it works? Assemble ourselves together, or is it or is your church just a parts store? Is it just a parts store where you walk in there and parts are sitting on the shelf? Some new, some used, but there's parts. They're all here, but they ain't assembled together. Clay. Well, if you could get the. Uh different congregations to come together and and run that play that'd be called the hell freezes over play <laughs> because you well, can't even get them to to play like that in their own church coach that's right there's a there's a church here that uh i stopped going to but i still connected with people and through the grapevine i just heard that they had started up a home school 
and uh and and one of the parents the or they didn't want to use the curriculum uh that the church was recommending they wanted to use their own curriculum and somebody from the church called child services and turned them in <laughs> from their own church oh my goodness so how are you gonna get them to run a play with another church okay so listen so here's what we got to do i've got about three minutes left here uh, this this been on my heart for quite a while. I want to have a I want to have a Zoom meeting. We got to come up with a plan. We got to come up with a plan of uh, several plans actually that are repeatable and duplicatable. That we can move the ball down the field. Every town applying the same principles. We in this queue, and there's multitude of wisdom in this queue of how we can advance the ball. We're not good at it. I haven't been good at it. And you know, some people get frustrated because uh, it's not moving fast enough for them or not moving in the right direction or whatever. Well, pull the Browns back up there again. Whatever this play is, the Browns are running. I, I, want, I want to learn that play. I want to teach you guys all how to how to run it. But it doesn't matter what the play is if you're hardened into it, right? One more time. Let's watch these guys. From the Ravens, 39, it's Ford. So hard to bring it down. Still going. Go back again. One more time. One more time. One more time. He ain't heavy. He's my brother. I want you to watch this. Spencer, I want you to freeze it when he's first stopped. And see how many men are around him. From the Ravens, 39, it's Ford. Stop it. Him and another guy trying. He ain't heavy, he's my brother. Come on, push him across. Push him. Hang on, hang on, hang on, Spence. Somebody mark right now how many more yards they gained from right there when his teammates showed up. Go ahead. So hard to bring him down. Still going. About 10. That's the picture of the church. Right there is a picture of the church. See you tomorrow.